Passion, drive, and patience. That's the formula for winning championships and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. They have superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, they've got it all ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins let's keep your ride or die alive today at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply you ready? First episode? Let's do it. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. We're going to just keep racing hard and, until uh, we get the respect uh, back from these guys. They don't think straightly. I'm going to have to do a little bit more donuts. I'm not done yet. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. Just putting another coin in the, the deposit box. What was fightable? I, I said what? the F word. Not have meaningless guys in the back wreck. I mean... I don't know what they're doing, uh, crashing with a couple laps to go. Thank you for that first check, by the way. I got a <laughs> set of rims for my truck and a plasma TV. What do you think? <laughs> Did he get him? That is the truth. He had nothing. Start with a good morning. <laughs> if you can even say that. <laughs> like it's only good morning if you slept, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's really a good morning. I, I don't feel the best, that's for sure. Um, glad we pushed this back an hour, considering the time we landed, but... Uh, welcome to Actions Detrimental, episode one. Jared, episode one. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jared uh, Allen is my co-host. almost messed your last name up there. That tells you where I'm at. Uh, but why don't you kind of give everyone a, an idea oh, of man. like your background, where'd you come from, who is Jared Allen? This Not is the my, football player, obviously. This is my least favorite thing to do ever. <laughs> Let's talk about yourself. So, yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> Weird. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> well, that's good because we're, <laughs> we're going to do that a lot this year. Um, yeah, I'm uh, the social media guy. That's That's been my MO the last handful of years, or the, the Purple Vest guy working with you and a few other drivers that we have at Pro Sport Management handling all their social and digital needs yeah so jared came on uh to the scene um in 2019 yeah right after you won your second 500 yeah so 2019 uh and we've uh we've been on tear we've won about as many races or more races than everyone else since then yeah so we uh i can only think of one person to so two, there's been two changes in your racing career at the start of that time one was you added someone Gabe, to help Gabe with your Hart. social and you and Gabe Hart was the second. It's I think it's a 50-50 split on what what is uh, uh, who's responsible. And for those of y'all who don't know too, um, Jared is responsible for anything that's good on my social media. I'm responsible for anything that's funny. So there's there's kind of where you know who's yeah. posting what. And and you know we do have some issues sometimes about you know who's who's posting what at what time. I, I have to kind of reel you back in. When you feel like it's a hot time and hey, we should comment on this or we should post yep. about that, and I'm like, yeah, no, we don't want to do that. But anyway, uh, Jared, uh, I thought was uh, going to be a great co-host. He travels with me most all weeks, um, and is right kind of in the sport. But he's not a, I don't, I don't know that you're an avid 
fan. I think you know just enough to be dangerous. Uh, you've ridden in a lot of cars when I've been um, on the phone, you know, talking about business stuff or yeah, raising stuff. I hear a lot. So, yeah, you, you definitely hear a lot. Uh, you did sign all those confidentiality uh, waivers, right? Right. And we're, this is edited, so. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> well, we, um, we just came off uh, the clash um, or the crash, whatever it is. It was, uh, wow, that was an interesting race for sure. It was a lot better for me for a while. Um, the weekend overall was a ton better. We, all the Toyotas were just terrible last year. Um, and interesting enough that we were all terrible in the first Martinsville as well. So whatever we didn't have figured out in the clash, we didn't have figured out in the first Martinsville. Mm -hmm. And then we figured it out for Martinsville. And it looks like we got it all straight for the clash. So I didn't know that those tracks really related that much, but it, it appears there's something there. So it's encouraging for us. I mean, uh, obviously, we had a, a top-tier car, one that could run top three. Uh, we, we won our heat and was up front till we got uh, you know, bumped out of the way. And then, you know, Chastain got us after that. But, man, it was a messy race. I mean, it's um, I, I don't even know where this race kind of goes. I think that you know, we got two, uh, two races under our belt in the Coliseum now. And, um, you know, NASCAR has made a significant investment in, in this race. And, and I wonder with the viewership bump that it got, you know, from probably a million viewers to probably three or three and a half, whatever they had last year. Um, it's like, how much of that I wonder is because they've just promoted more, you notice like there's way more promotion around the clash. Yeah. Then even just when we arrived in LA on Friday, I pointed out to you on the way to the hotel, like, Oh, there's a clash billboard. There's a clash billboard. Yeah. So that was cool to see because you don't always see that in every city that we go to. No, the only other place really I, I can think of is uh, in Miami, um, kind of in the downtown area of Miami. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in Phoenix for championship weekend, you see yeah. some billboards and yeah, stuff. But true. I mean, even on TV, right? I mean, Fox was really pushing it during the, the football playoffs, uh, which is good to see. And um, speaking of Fox, man. Gosh, we got those characters back again. Those you were in the. I have a goatee. I've never had a goatee my whole life. I don't understand where they're getting these characters that they're drawing. Like I, hey, listen, I love it because they give me you know a massive body build. Yeah. But man, Fox, please just give us our faces back. Yeah, there's a tweet on Twitter. Who who got the worst end of the stick with the new Fox graphics? And you're in the running. Oh, I am. Yeah. Ah, shoot. Well. We only got to deal with it for half a year. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, it was uh, the, the race. God, it was so crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just such a different race when you're running up front than you're running in the back. Once I got spun back there, it's um, it's awful. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst racing. It's not even racing, really. You're just kind of bumping the car in front of you, and then it just takes one person that's too two rows back to just get pissed at somebody in front of them and they just drive in and blatantly take out that person. But it, that person doesn't spin. It's the car in front that spins, which is why like I'm looking around and after the race, I'm, you know, I, I don't know who to be mad at. And if you look at all the drivers, all the wrecks that we had, all, all the people that got taken out, nobody was fighting. You want to know why? Cause we got out of the car and we're like, well, I, I don't know who's responsible. Like you don't even know who's responsible. And then you're, you're, you're probably thinking, well, who's coming at me because surely I caused one of these wrecks as well. So 
it's um it's we we're running the fine line of entertainment and and racing yeah. uh at the clash now so uh you know you see kind of floating around is this thing going to go to a regular season points race uh i agree with logano that there's no way you could put 36 cars on that track i think that's impossible you would have to have the same format um i think you would have better racing at that track if keep it the clash and stop inviting everyone to the party like if you win a poll like you used to you get to participate in the clash if you don't you don't show up like i guarantee you who had the worst weekend was rfk like they showed up again didn't make the race again i don't know what they made maybe a, a couple bucks and they spent a lot of time and effort going out there so you know? you're you're saying if you come out you're racing all the charters are in the race yeah but i mean the field it used to be in the clash 15 18 cars i think that the, the, it's so log jammed up from mid-pack back because the field you know the, the according happens way in the front and then it just gets by the time it gets to the back it's just awful so i think the fewer the cars i, I mean we saw it in the heat races the last chance qualifier like yeah we didn't have all this crazy car we had 10 cars in each so if you can spread us out it might not provide the um the boxing type of entertainment um but i don't know we're i i'm wondering like is the juice still worth the squeeze on on this thing like have it has it run its course you know i tell you this though the vibe from what i heard was amazing i mean as pissed off as i was during the halfway break like i'm i can hear wiz khalifa i'm like i know that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> you know and you hear the crowd kind of you know getting into it and and you can tell like this is a new crowd you know i think 40 percent are, are um uh, new fans so i think it's really accomplishing a lot of the goals that nascar is wanting it to do um and i got to thinking about this too is like is it worth their investment because obviously they're spending money building the track they're spending money activating they're spending money on concerts and and all that stuff and i'm like how do they get the return on that? And I, I got to thinking, well, if you had the clash at 1 million viewers um, for Fox's portion and you immediately took one event and you jacked it up to 3 million or three and a half, the end number that that you're promoting to Fox and any other potential bidders on our rights, it that number is higher. And how many points you know, how many millions is it per point? Like it's mm -hmm. surely there's some sort of equation that, that these networks are going to start to see value in. And, it, and when you can jump one up 2 million, it's, you know, you're going to get a bump. There's no question. I think the the Chicago road course, we're not there for the race. It's not about the race. It's going to be about the experience, which I am all for. I've been pro. Let's make these venues better. Let's make the experience better for years now and and nascar is really starting to do that which is good so um hopefully i mean I, I i honestly i think we're heading in a good direction just we got to really be careful with the fine line of getting to um demolition derby yeah. like like i don't know if that's really what we want to say this is nascar racing like is it, that is it, that a product of because i was watching it yesterday as a fan, at least part of the race as a fan. And I thought the on-track product was better than it was last year. 
because last year you were single file for a lot of the race and it wasn't that exciting. There wasn't much passing. And yesterday there was obviously a lot more action, a lot more passing. And as you said, very a little demolition derby ish, but like, is that a product of the track? Cause you don't see that at Martinsville. Right. And that, I mean, as, a, yeah. as the average fan, that's what I'm comparing this track to in my mind. Right. It's, it's a short track. It's small, tight yeah, corners, like half the size though. Right. It's yeah. so much smaller. I mean, I'm going to say something that I I'm just, Twitter is just going to absolutely kill. Like, Dare I, dare we put PJ one in the second group? <laughs> I mean, like something because we're running in, we're plowing into each other because no one wants to be on the top. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, honestly, I don't know what the right answer is. And I'd love to know what like NASCAR's feeling is about it. I mean, surely they didn't like us running around at 30 miles an hour under caution for all that time. I mean, it was it had to be over an hour in and he was like, all right, we're halfway through the second stage. And I'm like, oh, wow. I don't even know. Are they counting laps or not? Um, so I, I don't think laps were counted under caution. That was only that was my only thought is watching. Because first of all, in the student section, they love the crashes. Like one guy wrecked another guy. Okay. This guy wrecked this guy. Middle fingers going at this guy when they come around. So that's student, awesome. Yeah, the that's student section was very lively. My only thought was, is can you add, I don't know, can you do 250 laps but then count caution laps? Like, it, it, do the math there on how to trim it yeah. down so it's in that time window that you wanted it yeah. to be in. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a balance there to be had for sure. I mean, at at the end of the race, I was kind of, I I got taken out, like, again, at, by Byron, and I was pissed. Like, I, I you know, <laughs> I was spun around sideways on the track, and I'm I'm giving him the finger and, you know, He's not really doing anything or retaliating. Not so I get out of the, I get out of the car and I turn around. And I you know I mean mug him and then I walk over to him like, dude, what the fuck? I didn't touch you. Like what do you? I you blew the corner. And he's like, no, nah, bro. Like Harvick was pissed at me and he power drove me after the race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just ran into you. And I'm like, oh shit, man, I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> That's my fault. So and I watched that. Harvick, I think is wrong at the mad at the wrong guy i think noah plowed the 24 and then the 24 because you can see all right when you watch replays right and and they're showing the bumper cam when you see the bump and then it and then it jars the camera and another stronger bump they're getting hit from behind so like i, I just think we you really have to dissect all these wrecks like when i got wrecked by chastain i'm just like I don't even know, like, well, was it him or was it, like, someone else? Now, yeah, you've seen the replay now, though. It was him. Yeah. Shocker. But, um, yeah, he just he just gassed it up early like he did at Gateway. And, you know, what, what did, didn't you say something about awareness yeah. on the plane? Yeah, I, I said it's just astounding that <laughs> when Ross is running behind you, that at this point, you know, after – through the third, fourth incident, they sees the 11 bumpers like, okay, I'm going to just tiptoe around this one. And that's not the case whatsoever. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. This still just drives in. Yeah. He's racing as hard I as he can. I, you know, I think it's, you know, simply because it's just, there hasn't been, you know, when, when your kids misbehave, I'm not calling them a kid, by the way, when your kids misbehave, you just got to keep up in the punishment until it really kind of gets their attention. So I, but you can't. You don't Maybe think that like oh, there's the eleven car. Oh yeah. I no, that, I, I remember that I, breakfast I, we I, had. That was good. I mean, everyone has that 
person that they get behind, they're like, ah, like for me, it's, it's Blaney. Like I've kind of put Blaney in a few bad spots over the last kind of year or so. And I'm like, and I'm behind him and I'm pissed. I just want to go through the field and I want to knock out everyone in the way. I don't want to spin them. I just want to knock them out of the way as soon as I get to them so I can get back to the one. You know, mm-hmm. like that's all I was trying to do all race. And I was stuck in 15. But then I got behind Blaney. I'm like, God, man, I can't give him the business. Like I, I've already like, you know, the deposit and withdrawals, it's not really even like Blaney's been super fair to me. And I, I just kind of I know that I've wronged him a, a few instances like I haven't wrecked him, but I've just pinched him in some times. And, you know, you just know that as a driver. And, and it's it's amazing, like you're saying, that there's no self-awareness. It's like, yeah, like the switch space okay. land. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the head, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. So it was five cautions last year. What was it 15 this year? It was a lot. It was a lot. It was it was more than I cared to uh, be a part of. That's for sure. So uh, but congrats to Martin Truex. Um, you know, big win for him. Uh, I know last year. Uh, he talked about being a bag of dicks, and now he's he's winning. So I don't know, man. It just seems like uh, you know th- those guys uh, when they start hot, they can they can get hot with that nineteen team for sure. Um, you know, people were trying to like, you know, I saw on Twitter they were really like, well, you got to be pissed at Bubba, and eh, yeah, I am, but I also saw that kind of he got, you know, I barely got hit too hard. And the 19 barely hit him. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, again, it doesn't take much to really get these cars kind of out of shape when you start bumper tagging. Speaking of which, man, the the bumper tag still hurts. Like, um, it's, 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 I don't feel anything softer. I know that that's something that uh, NASCAR might be still testing is softer bumpers itself. Man, we need it really bad. Like, I mean, you once you start bumper tagging into corners, like you, your Hans locks out, and you can feel a jar in your head. So it's, it is, um, yeah, it's still pretty abrupt. And you know, I talked about how I feel today. Like I, I've never felt as bad. Um, again, I had both sides knocked off, both bumpers knocked off. Uh, I don't know if mine's carbon monoxide or what, but it's. Yeah, you were on the plane with me. I was up in the pilots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I put on <laughs> you their, look like their eat- mask. I'm I'm like, I, I need oxygen. I'm like, I don't feel well at all. And I still right now just I don't feel good at, at all. So you look like powering e. through though, giving the people what they want. You look like E. T. riding in Elliot's basket trying to stay warm. <laughs> I did. That's right. I took the blanket and just put it over my head and I had this mass that just sucks into my face i don't know if anyone's seen a uh, little shop of horrors when, when the when the doctor have you seen it no oh but well, i'm gonna play along like i have okay so go ahead uh, the doctor had on his his oxygen mask and it had little tubes and it was breathing i'm like <laughs> this is this is what i've got anyway we'll move on from that but yeah i, I i'm starting to feel better as i'm talking so <laughs> it's it's uh it's working um so that kind of wraps up the clash, you know, this, this week coming up is not much going on other than the Super Bowl. So usually me and my friends try to get together and watch that. Um, do, do you watch, do you watch much football? A little bit. When the Panthers are good, I, I'll watch the Panthers every weekend or Tom Brady. So now like I'm kind of not watching any football because there's no Tom I'm Brady. I'm not a Panthers, Panthers fan just because of Cam Newton and I'm well aware he's not on the team. Anymore. That's why you don't like the Panthers? Yeah. 
Wow. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of reason why people do like the Panthers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because he was just so electric. <sighs> yeah, sure. Sort of. You I, know, <laughs> whatever you say. I just get interesting hats. Yeah. I just I think it's funny to think back to that Super Bowl. Not to get off topic here, but you brought up Cam Newton. Um, I knew they were if losing. He won, if he won, when he, when they he, won that Super Bowl, there'd be a statue down I, in Charlotte of Cam Newton. His legacy would be yeah, completely gosh. different. The hats would have just got bigger and more obnoxious. But yeah. I, you know, I need to, I need to kind of warm up to the Panthers because you know it is kind of where I live down there uh, in North Carolina now. So it's I need to kind of root for the home team. But who's your pick for the Super Bowl? You know, I think the Eagles got the easiest route to the Super Bowl of any team out there. I mean, yeah. they played the Giants. Yep. And they got a free win after that. <laughs> they got a free win. Like, I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh, these poor 49ers. And it was just uh, it was super unfortunate for them because they were went on a huge run with their third-string quarterback. And how great of a story would that have been for the quarterback? Like, I mean, surely that somebody from, you know, uh, a docuseries was just waiting to ink the deal for Mr. Irrelevant going to the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, it looks like he's still got a – awesome future ahead of them so you know we're just gonna chill out watch the super bowl um i don't have any other plans it's pretty much a light week we'll we'll go to jgr and twenty three eleven and debrief uh kind of our weekend and you know get ready for daytona i guess you know get ready to go qualify yeah. <laughs> you know so there's there's nothing between now and when we go find out where we're going to start for the the duels and, and the daytona 500 so last weekend off for for a while so better enjoy it long time yep all right nascar rule changes which i'm sure you saw i did they they made a bunch of them um you know the biggest one obviously that got the most pub was kind of the wall riding that chastain did i i mean from the car owner standpoint that was a must i mean those cars are nearly three hundred thousand dollars or more and it was going to be necessary if look if you look at the time he gained uh, which was about three seconds or so, it was going to force the field to destroy their car on the last lap to you, not get past. So you think it would be it had, if there was no rule? You think everyone would see that every had, race? Everyone, no, just just the tracks where the center of the okay, right, right, corner right. is a slow speed. Right, so but that's only a handful of tracks. Martinsville was going to be the perfect storm for it. Uh, it it was the track that it was going to work the best. So it did. I'm glad that it's. Um, it's over with. I'm tired of seeing it. It affected me. Um, yeah, it was a uh, novelties of fun as long as they don't affect you. But yeah. I got the short end of that stick. I'm I'm going through the pack and it's like, you know, we had a, another bad pit stop. Uh, last year was tough for us on pit road. We controlled the race. We dominated the race and then we had a bad pit stop and we said, all right, we got to gain three positions. And, and the one had a great pit stop. Um, so he was in front of me and I got around him and then just started putting cars between us. And I'm like, I'm just putting a clinic on here. It's like, you know, and he's like, all right, we're two behind. We're one behind. We're good. We're up one. We're up two. And I go into the last corner and I'm, uh, you know, about to make a move on Brad. And I'm like, well, I'm up two. I don't need to, I'm good here. And, you know, cause I knew that he wasn't going to pass two cars in, in a half straightaway. But I think he passed like, five or eight yeah so well so then what do you make this is 
What do you make of like when Kyle Larson attempted that sort of thing? Yeah, that's going to be like, interesting like, because it's like sort of like the same thing. It's sort of like the same thing, right? But but it wasn't. Right. He tried it. I mean, he, he even admitted that he he went into that corner with the intention of not letting up. And what is it with people trying to wall ride me? Why am I always <laughs> in this thing? Like, I'm telling you, man, I'm just... I. I I have to be the most unlucky driver ever. I, I just don't, I can't, again, I, I only know because it's my life and the things that have affected me and everyone has bad beats, right? Just crazy things of, oh, we should have won this or we should have done that. But like, man, the should have, it's just such a long list. The uh, more it happens though, the more like people will start believing that. It's like, oh yeah, maybe Denny just is the unlucky guy, right? Yeah. What I say last year, I'm the black, black cat, cat of, death. of death when it comes to winning a championship. Oh, we're going to keep trying, Jared. Keep trying. Uh, the other big rule changes were uh, has been that they're not suspending the crew chief for four races when you lose a wheel. It's a difference if you lose it on pit road versus on the racetrack. I think all those rule changes are, are good. Um, I think that they were thought out. They, those are things that they did discuss uh, with the ownership group and the teams. Um, it's a good compromise. I, I certainly think that if you lose a wheel, it is self-policing. Like it's, it's a real bad detriment yeah. to you anyway. Nobody wants to lose a wheel. This was all started when Tony Stewart ran his mouth and was like, you know, guys are intentionally putting on two and three lug nuts. There's only one now. And if you don't tighten it... <laughs> You're in big trouble. So I always said, I just wish Tony would go there and say, I apologize. Like how much money did these teams pay in fines for one lug nut loose? Like this is crazy. A lot of boat, a lot of boat fuel money. Got to keep them afloat. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, there, there is a lot of rule changes, but I, you know, I don't, they, they added some truths rule stuff. Um, there was some talk on the driver text about like, is it, why is it not on road courses? Which I believe it's not on road courses. I could be wrong, um, but I think you know you just put it everywhere. I, I guess, but um, not sure how that's all going to work. But they'll figure it out. I think uh, all the rule changes. There was nothing that I saw that was like eh, I'm not really sure about that. I think they made the right call. What about all of them? Super speedways. Does that change anything on restarts? Picking oh the yeah, we're choosing now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean. In super speedways, you've always been able to choose the front row. And, you know, how I feel like I lost the 2018 Daytona 500 is just choosing the wrong lane. I, 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 I knew what my playbook had said for me to do, and I went against it because of the circumstances of the cars, who was behind me and what cars were two and three rows back. And that was the one that, you know, Austin Dillon won because he yeah. was on the opposite side of that so yeah it was um i think it's good um it's certainly you know, the thing about super speedway cars though is they don't like they're not very agile like you can't swerve very quickly so the i think that someone's gonna get caught like sitting you know driving oh, over driving the box over because these cars just their their steering racks are a lot slower uh they don't move around as quick so that's uh that's pretty much all we got as far as rule changes that are the big hitters. Yeah. Um, studio decor. 
I mean, this is the first time yeah. anyone, well, other than the little teaser we put out on your Instagram, but this is the first time anyone will see this setup on camera I, and all your great achievements. Yeah, so some people will see it on camera when you tune in later in the week, and some people are listening to this. But, right. Uh, you know, today or tomorrow mm -hmm. is going to be like, well, what are you talking about? Go to Jared's Instagram page. It's no, at DennyHamlin.com. It's at DennyHamlin. So, yeah, I, I told these guys, I'm like, you know, I, everyone's always, you know, putting up their accomplishments and their trophies, like, Hey, look how much of a badass I am. I'm like, no, no, no. I want all my wrecks, all my fights. I want, you know, actions that were detrimental to me. That's what this is all about. Everyone was like, Oh, dude, you're raging a war against NASCAR. I'm like, no, I'm raging a war against myself. <laughs> like I want to show, you know, the not so pleasant moments that I've had. I, 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 I I don't, I'm, I, I got to get a backstory on, uh, the, the man, um, uh, holding the, the lady, uh, in here, but you know, I've got so many that we could add, especially on your side. Um, one I thought that was, was a must is behind Jared's head. It's, uh, me spinning out chase, uh, at Martinsville because every time I nudge someone, all the Chase Elliott fans are like, yeah, but look what you did. I'm like, dude, it's been five years or more than that now. Like, get over it. Like, he's gotten over it. Why, why can't you? What's yeah. your problem, right? And and I would recommend to them, don't throw stones. So, you know, so it's uh, it's cool. I like it. I wanted a speakeasy vibe. I wanted kind of the, uh, you know, kind of a low light, dark feel. And they did, they did a great job. So I'm excited about it. I like that. I mean, that picture is very random, of course. Mm -hmm. I think it just fit the theme or maybe they just didn't print enough pictures yet to, to put there. <laughs> but I like the metaphor is that I think this girl is getting, it looks like she's like getting carried away by the police, which, oh. so in my mind, like the police could have been Austin. You're the girl. Yeah, and I get it. I get it. It makes sense. Because every other one of these, Austin's in just about every one. I know. Austin, um. He he he's not happy about the picture behind my head. It's one of him at, uh, at Indianapolis. He's when me and Chase Briscoe were talking. He's like, dude, could you have like worked on my belly? Like that, that my gut looks terrible. I mean, the guy drinks thirty cores lights a day, and he's wondering why he's got a beer gut. So, <laughs> you know. Um, another thing we got is uh, mean tweets. Oh, the really? People, people. This is surprised me. I didn't know this was coming. People loved your announcement about this podcast here. Let me uh, airmail these down to you so you can read some. Oh, that didn't work. Very unathletic. Our, ta our table's very long. Yeah, so yeah, the, w me and Jared are, are looking face to face. He's on the opposite end of like a, it's like a restaurant booth, I guess. Yeah, but you could fit like a party of 14 in here. Well, what we're going to do is just line up everyone that's on my list. And I'm just going to go down the line like Mike Davis says. All right. Who's ready to apologize? Yeah. Tell this me. Boot, that's a good idea. This booth is yeah. playing. Raise your hand and you'll have your moment to speak. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. you, you. Yeah. All right. Number, um, go ahead. Okay. So. Well, I got to read these two. You can't read them to yourself. Oh, okay. All right. So you, you want me to hear the insult? Yes, exactly. You can't read it and then process it. You just got to right, hear it. Great. All right. First one. The next on up for retirement, except no one will be cheering other than him off the track. 11 sucks. <laughs> 
Jared, why don't you hit me that with that one more time? Yeah, it's, and you're going to get one more mouthful. shot, and then I'm going to have to read it myself. The next on up. I'm, I'm reading it how it's tweeted. Oh, oh, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's not, not worded correctly. Right, exactly. Okay. The next on up for retirement, except no one will be cheering other than getting him off the racetrack. 11 sucks. <laughs> Hashtag. I mean, for him to put the time and effort into that tweet, Clearly, I mean, I, I'm definitely of the opinion that haters are just admirers that have lost their way. And that fella has lost his way. This is a good one. Pass. I can hear whining whenever I want from my three-year-old. There's no need to hear more of it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if you want a fluff podcast, this is not the this is not your podcast. Uh you know, a lot of, you know, the media and all, everything's, hey, everything's great and happy. And, you know, the, we, we're going to try to keep it real here. Like, I can assure you this, that I am not always going to be right. I'm going to be wrong a lot. But these are my opinions. And, you know, again, I, I just feel like, you know, Dale Jr. kind of explained this to me that what convinced me was like, Dude, what's I, I? He says I feel like you're misunderstood. I feel like people look at a sentence that someone from the media posts that you said during a media session, and they didn't hear the full context of what you meant. And he's like, I know what you meant, but you know this will give you a platform to kind of explain what you're actually talking about. So, um, shout out to Dale for he, he sold me with that one. It's like, oh, you mean you can help people? not misunderstand me he's like yeah I'm like all right let's do it well there goes that deal i'll never watch again denny hamlin is one of the wait and this is another one these these the thing with the mean tweets is they're just also worded horribly well like, that seems just like a common trend well there goes that deal i'll never watch again denny hamlin is one of the dirtiest i've seen in 50 years of racing he acts like it's never his fault oh my gosh it, this could not be more untrue. Like I'm posting pictures of me wrecking <laughs> Chase and getting a pie to the face. Like, what are they talking about? I I take accountability when I feel like it is my fault. The problem is, it's usually not my fault. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to be real here. And if you look at the tally of how many times the 11 car gets the bad end of the deal, it is way tipped, not in my favor. We gotta level the scale. Glad I missed it, Hamlin is a douche. <laughs> well, you haven't missed it yet, bud. This is our first episode. What the hell is this guy talking about? And last one, how old does a man have to be before a backwards hat becomes concerning? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, my midlife crisis happened 10 years ago and I see it for, for going on for at least 10 more years, so. Might as well just get over that. The last thing, uh, Dirty Mo started another new podcast with Steve Letart. Um, this one will be with him and his gambling friends. It's, you know uh, it's Dirty Mo Doe with Steve Letart. Steve, uh, I love Steve. I play golf with Steve. Uh, I think he's one of the best analysts that we have uh, in our sport. He does a great job of dumbing it down to fans You know, when it comes to like the technical stuff. Um, and he loves sports. I remember him telling me we were on uh, we were at the Grove down in Florida uh, last week, and he was like, "Hey man, Indiana, they're the worst first quarter team. You, you got to bet against Indiana." 
And I'm like, Steve, where do you, where do you get that? And, you, and then here he comes 10 minutes later. See, I told you, they lost my 10. So Steve knows what he's talking about. So he's going to give people. And, and one thing about Steve, too, is he does his homework on NASCAR. He's not just a guy that puts on a headset and he's, you know, um, you know, just making up in the booth. Like he really spends a lot of time. He's got a lot of good information. And I think his insight on NASCAR and that whole betting stuff is going to be great. I think he's going to really give people uh, some great insight. He's he, he has information of like, well, I talked to this crew chief and they said that, you know, this is, they're going to get upgrades here or there, or they're fighting this or they're fighting that. Um, that's going to be something that people are going to want to tune into for sure. Um, and then obviously he's going to have an opinion on who's to bet on in the Super Bowl, which I didn't give my pick. Yeah. You just, I just, I just lost right went over. right over. Um, the Eagles had the easiest route. Kansas City, everybody in the world's like, Kansas City. I believe that the public are dummies. So I'm going to go the Eagles simply because the public is dumb. And I think the Eagles have a great team on the defense and offensive side. Um, so I'm just going to be counterintuitive and pick the Eagles simply because the public will likely be on. Uh, well, the Eagles are going to be the favorite now. They're the favorite, but that doesn't mean that the public is betting them. So there is a difference. Okay. I too would Dirty Modo will explain that to you. There you go. Good 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 plug for, for Latart there. Uh another thing since we're on the Dirty Mo topic and other Dirty Mo podcasts, um, I saw it on Speed Street. They were talking about like a Dirty Mo Olympics, I think it was. Anyway, mm-hmm. all the podcasts going against each other in games of sorts. How do well, you feel about I mean, our chances if that was to happen? Well, I don't like our chances if it's an eating contest. DBC is clearly going to win that one. <laughs> um, but as far as uh, sports and athletics, Connor, Connor's got some athletic ability, I would imagine. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd be up for that. But I want non-impact. Like, let's do some cornhole, some bowling, you know. Okay. Old man stuff. Pickleball. Yeah. I think we'd handle that. Yeah. Well, maybe. As you can see, I, as you can see on, on uh, my Instagram, I, I've taken up pickleball. I love it. I've turned my basketball gym on the weekends on Sunday. Well, during the offseason, I did anyway yeah. into a pickleball, two pickleball courts, which is awesome. Uh, I have a lot of fun. Jared. I'm just not a good doubles teammate. I got great. You're not. I'm a good, you I think not, I'm a you're, decent no, pickleball player. You're a terrible player. teammate for sure. Yes. But you do have a good one-on-one game, which I I I thought I liked singles better too because like if I suck, I want it to be my fault, not my teammates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 a fun sport. It's taken off huge, and I got great news for you. What? The house that uh, I'm renting in. Oh yeah. In Scottsdale <laughs> during the West Coast Swing. So it's just one on one pickleball court. That's all. all I, that was how I organized them first. Show me what's got a pickleball court, and and so. Like every Airbnb or VRBO has got pickleball courts now, so they're they're getting rid of tennis courts. All right, we'll take it over. We'll get some pick. Have Larson come over. Have JP yeah, come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get some residents now. Yep. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will see you in just a couple weeks. We got to plug before we before we leave. You got to learn how to do this now. Your podcast host. Oh, you got to plug your social media. No, I, you do that. Okay. Well, you can follow Denny on social media at Denny Hamlin. You can follow me on social media 
at Denny Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mine is mine is uh, at Jared D. Allen. I don't want to make people think that you don't do your social because you do. I do. That's you do yeah. That's put a, again. Put a lot into if it. it's funny or smartass, it's definitely me. Yeah, you usually have a hand in just about everything that goes up there. And lastly, uh, Dirty Mo Media at Dirty Mo Media across all socials. And are we back next week or the following week? That's up to you. Oh, up to me. Hmm. We'll let you know. Follow Jared Social at Denny Hamlin to find out.